I once had Hello? a lady. Wait, a bird. The bird was a lady. The lady flew over the sea. Oh man! Do you guys know the second half of that song? Is this like the edition? I don't think that's a song. Is this like the editions is. from Lady Bird? <laughs> no, it's a song. Take it's, it away, Ethan. Thanks for that intro, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't even have to say anything. I if people can't figure out what we watched by that, then <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. I wasn't planning on that as an intro. Okay. Brief. <laughs> We watched, um, uh, well, first of all, welcome everyone to the podcast. Welcome! We just finished watching a movie called Lady Bird. Written and directed by Greta Gerwig. Big fans of her. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a coming-of-age story of... Christine or Ladybird in quotes um, as she likes to write it out and it's her last year of college and she's deciding where to go to her last year of high school trying to figure out where to go to college and she has big dreams and a very low budget for those dreams <laughs> according to her family um, kind of their history and so the movie is really about um, this family trying to love one another well and it centers on Ladybird who is yeah, an angsty teenager who's trying to figure out who she is and what she's about. Um, before we jump into the movie, though, I would just love to hear if any of you guys have any favorite memories with your mother. That was just you and your mom. Mm. Either like a memory or something she said to you that was really impactful. I got one. Could be anything. Go for it. Um, when I was a kid, my mom read... Um, C.S. Lewis is the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe series to me. Um, and I remember it was like every it was like every night before bed, and she would read, I think it was Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, and then she started at the beginning and read Magician's Nephew, Horse and His Boy. Yep. Um, and it was just like, God, I just, I just love those books, and I don't know how much I retained. I probably need to reread them, but... It was just such a good memory of like my mom reading me those books and just like being excited to jump back into the story and um, yeah yeah it was a pleasant beautiful memory I would say yeah that's great yeah man Caleb uh, so I I have a couple memories uh-huh. I only have a couple memories of my mom uh, <laughs> but what. <laughs> He's doing a bit. I'm doing a bit. I only have a couple. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> the one thing I do remember is uh, I lived in a small town in Illinois, and the closest town to go grocery shopping was like 20 miles away. And in time, my mom would go grocery shopping. Sometimes I'd go with her because she'd let me like catch like a matinee movie um, while she did the shopping. But I always dreaded driving those 20 miles with her because she would always try to like have like serious conversations with me and i <laughs> oh. i i hate it she's like so kid what do you like like ask me like faith questions and i'm like this angsty like junior higher like high schooler i'm like oh, mom i don't want to talk about that stuff and like i i, I would so did you resonate with the with the so car funny. the intro with the car yeah sequence? sometimes <laughs> I, I i tell her that now I'm, I'm like now my mom and i have like great like deep like faith conversations and theological <laughs> discussions but like at the time i tell her now i'm like mom, i hated those car rides that was like oh no <laughs> i was like i she always probably really liked them too i'm like poor I, mindy I, i'm like i dreaded those oh, no. i had like yeah wrongly but my mom my mom miles 20 miles 
oh, okay. 20 miles from Gridley to Bloomington. Wow. A little over. But I was um, in the same boat. Portalis was yeah. the closest grocery store, yeah. so it was about 20 miles away as well. But uh, I am very thankful for my mother who, um, <laughs> even though I didn't want to have those, she... Um, Fortune to it. This is why to this day you hate uh, deep conversations, right? No, I Maybe. love them. <laughs> Bring it on. I'm yeah, I'm the, I'm the opposite of Caleb. Some of my favorite uh, memories of my mother are just having conversations like that. She lives just an hour away from me. Mm. So whenever I go up and see her, we just talk a lot about stuff. And I even think like my dad intentionally leaves sometimes because he knows like my mom wants to catch up with me. Oh, sure. So we can just have, uh, yeah, good talks or we'll go on walks in the woods or cross-country skiing i think when i watch this movie the thing that um reminds me of my mother hope she's not upset that i share this if she listens now but an avid listener um, (laughs) like when i went away to college like it happens in this movie was probably the first time in my young life i realized how much of an effect i have on other people because she would just cry because she missed me and my brother because we both left for college at the same time and i guess she cried sometimes and i'm just like oh wow that's some that's some deep emotion there that's tied yeah. directly to me and that's very um sweet and affecting yeah so when i watched this movie that's what i thought about with my mother yeah mm. yeah i think i mean i have a lot of memories with my mom but i think a, a recent one this has been the last few years that really i'm really thankful she said this to me because i'm i'm 30 for those of you who don't know on the pod, who, li- who listen. Um, so and so my mom's kind of always giving me crap about not being married yet, you know, as, as a mother does. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I can be like, she just wants you to be married. <laughs> so anytime I'm in a relationship, she immediately like, oh, I've been praying for God to bring you somebody. And I'm like, oh, geez, mom. This is why I don't say it. That's why I don't bring it up. <laughs> but then recently she said, um, she was just like, it was, it was, I forget what we, how we got to it again, but she just said, you know, Ethan, I don't want you to marry just anyone. Whoever she is, is worth the wait. Mm. And I think to hear her kind of release some of that pressure I sometimes feel of, I have to be married soon. She was just like, nope. Whoever it is, she's the, she's the right one worth waiting for. Bye, mom. And I was just like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. thanks, mom. That really meant a lot to me. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Bomb mom quote from Mrs. Hassel. <laughs> Ricky. Ricky, got anything? Um, <clears throat> Clear it out. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Ricky's mom would take care of Ricky when he was sick. <laughs> so I'm sick that is Ricky. true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I would say my, my mom was, like, very supportive as, like, uh, a parent, but I would say we didn't do as much together hmm. growing up. Um and so I don't know I just think of this was only a few years ago but she, my mom was a flight attendant and I remember she invited me to like go on one of her trips with her um, mm. and she went to Kauai and I just got to like fly standby and go with her and we kind of just like spent that whole it was like only you're only there for like 24 hours and then you fly yeah. back so yeah. it was kind of just like a cool like you know a whole trip where we're like we just got to hang out and um, yeah just so like talk cool. and we went on like a little hike and um, <laughs> had lunch together and just had some good conversations and I don't know I, I just feel like we didn't we don't often do like or didn't up to that point do a lot of like one-on-one stuff so right. i thought that was really cool nice yeah good stuff guys sound like you guys all have bomb moms yeah we have some, some good mothers shout out to our moms shout out to moms um, moms everywhere listening we want we want to shout you all out yeah, you're doing a great job out there you're doing great jobs and you're a mom you're awesome 
You're better yeah. than all of us. Unless you're a yes. bad mom, then you're not. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a bad mom, uh, stop listening to the podcast and go take care of your child. Yeah, yeah go take care of your child. <laughs> Feed your kids. <laughs> all right. So, so tell your son you love Bird. him. Let's just start with, yeah, what are your initial thoughts? And if this is a rewatch, you can say that. Or if it's your second rewatch, just whatever. We'll start with Caleb here. Yeah, this is my... Uh, this is a rewatch for me. Uh, I watched this for the first time. I feel like I watched this like right when I moved to Colorado. It might have been like in 2018 when I watched it. Uh, but I really enjoyed it on this rewatch. I don't remember it being this funny. And maybe it's watching it with you guys, but yeah. I had a lot of good laughs. Yeah, it was. Mm. I think it was really funny. And, uh, you know, I think it does a great job of playing that mother-daughter relationship. And something that I don't really understand. I think there is like a special... Um, relationship between mothers and daughters that yeah I can't really explain but I think I think my sister watched this and she's like it was not that extreme between her and my mom but um, I, I could see the, that type of dynamic in relationship playing out um, not as severe but I could see that happening between between them um, but yeah funny movie I don't know if a bomb mom maybe we'll get into it but <laughs> right yeah yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get there jared hi guys i'm jared Kloffenstein. i'm a film snob i've been here no. since the beginning oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um wait how long have you been here uh, since uh, the beginning does that help yeah we <laughs> all have been here since the beginning no I, I think if you said it one more time the beginning cool thanks uh, You're welcome, Ricky. Um, yeah, this is my second time seeing Lady Bird. I saw it in the theater with my sister. I think I went in with a bit of a negative viewpoint at the time because the internet was like uh, peddling the story that it was the greatest movie of all time. And it's simply because people don't understand how Rotten Tomatoes works. And it's because it had 100% on Rotten Tomatoes and a bunch of reviews. And it's just like, cool, everyone liked it. That doesn't mean it's the greatest movie of all time. So I, my snobbishness, wanted to shut it down. But I ended up enjoying myself. It's a good movie. Uh, I think a little bit better on the second time. Um, I'm going to echo what Caleb says. I am not a daughter, so I do not fully understand the mother-daughter relationship. But from what I hear, it captures that very well. There's some kind of truth there that a lot of mothers and daughters can relate to. I think it's very funny. I think the first third or the first half-ish is stronger than the second half. Personally, Timmy Chalamet's great. Search is great. Lucas Hedges is great. Beanie's great. Mm. Uh, the dra- both drama teachers actually <laughs> <laughs> are fire. Tracy Letts is a treasure of an actor, um, and I think this was a wonderful warm-up for Greta to get her feet under her and deliver us the masterpiece that is Little Women. Mm. Greta, we are yes. so excited for the Barbie movie starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. <laughs> After Lady Bird's comedy and Little Women's perfection man i can't wait to see that so yeah ladybirds uh all right i'm sorry she's making a barbie movie it's the yeah. barbie movie yeah the what? barbie movie yeah like a live action barbie movie. yeah bro wow okay all right all right, all right. eric thoughts um first time watcher this is I your lo- first this is your first watch oh yeah oh wow oh, yeah i loved it I thought it was hilarious, uh, as you all know, because you couldn't hear anything over me laughing. Um, no, it was just—it was a good time, man. It was just—it um, 
really well written directed um yeah the direction style had me being like whoa who did this like very <coughs> paul thomas anderson kind of feel a little bit like i felt somehow how <laughs> <laughs> other than it being in the valley <laughs> so explain that to you uh, no, just, I mean, just like the, I, th- I feel like some, I mean, I just recently saw Licorice Pizza, so I just kind of, I felt like, I don't know, like the, the, not only just some of the shots that were used, but just kind of like the overall feel and kind of like the personal story of like her, the very quick nature of it was also kind of, kind of like made me feel. Yeah, it's pretty like breezy. That. Very breezy. There was like. There was like a minute scene where it was like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and it was just like on, 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 and it just like kept going. Um, but I just I loved, yeah, I loved the way it looked and just um, yeah, I don't know, like it it had some really deep moments that connected with me, um, but overall, um, yeah, again, I am not a daughter, so I can't in you know explicitly you know relate to this but right. um still a good movie yeah i i thought it was great um i do relate to the father-son relationship because like miguel i am taking my dad's i've taken my dad's <laughs> job <laughs> multiple <laughs> kids. just you've competed with your father for a job yeah we were both trying to be elon musk's personal assistant and i went out on Thank that you, one okay god that was <laughs> your drink yeah, that sounded all might <laughs> What are you doing? He's lighting you a lighter? Put a Swiss Army knife oh. on the counter. I want to look at it. Okay. All right. All right. Ricky. Yeah. Um, this is my second time watching it. I watched it the first time right after Little Women came out. And so I think coming off of Little Women was like definitely not as uh, into it as that. And I also personally don't love coming of age like high school movies that much. I, I don't know what it is exactly. I just don't really jive with a lot of the like awkward humor and what is traditionally a high school coming of age story. Um, but I do think this one has a little bit more nuance and is probably funnier than most of those tend to be. And I think has more depth than those other ones too. Um, and so, yeah, I really appreciate it for that. And I think the second time that shone through a lot brighter. And, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think the football coach is definitely the, the best part of the movie. <laughs> MVP. Um, <laughs> I guess since you guys are talking about the relationship, I actually feel like I relate to this a lot in terms of, like, between me and my dad is very similar to the daughter-mother um, relationship. Like, yeah, very good. similar. So, um, and even then, like, how the dad is, like, similar to my mom. I'd say, yeah, I don't know. I'd say there's a lot of slim similarities there, but not the exact same by any means but yeah anyways i like it fun time mm. thanks ricky um also my first rewatch i watched it in theaters as well um and i remember it being like oh that's kind of fun but this time i, I yeah i think i was really struck by how funny it was I feel like mm-hmm. i just laughed at a lot of different things and <laughs> it was just yeah it was really fun i really enjoyed it i think my first thought after it ended was everyone every single role is cast perfectly mm-hmm. i feel like everyone just yeah did so well even yeah. the itty bitty yeah. roles like the football coach very well like cast. So just fit amazazingly well coming hard <laughs> so it all just worked just a drama teacher sitting there like 
They didn't get it. <laughs> that was so good. Such a good line. That was so good. It's um, just defeat. But then also kind of dark. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, same yeah, with his yeah. crying. His crying was dark, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, there were a lot of little kind of darker, more serious moments throughout right. the film that I feel really worked. Jeez, I didn't even see that pay off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like the moment with the mom. And then the hospital scene. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Oof. All right. Let's talk about Lady Bird. Let's talk the, about her. The character. Do we like her? Is she cool? Is she not? I like her in theory. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean? But not in practice. If in, honestly, if I was in high school, I don't think I could be friends with her. She seems too wishy-washy. Blah for me. Isn't that kind of like all high, school? high schoolers? <laughs> not me. Okay. You were not trying to find your footing, find your ground? Heck no. He was just hanging out in the corner by himself. Was this pre-State Farm? <laughs> <laughs> this is before my big break in the State Farm commercial. The Lady Bird is like, oh, who could I? A little bit like Anne. We're going to go back to Anne Shirley. Okay. And you know how Anne Shirley was just kind of annoying? <laughs> Wow! Remember, remember Anna Green Gables? Wow! Just calling her out. Do you remember no, Anna Green yeah, Gables, where you're yeah, like, Man, dis- this, this girl like talks and like yes. is just, I don't know. So you don't like people that talk? It's just a little, too, it's a little bit too much. You know what I mean? Really. Interesting. I, I don't know. She, she seems. I don't feel like we ever yeah. talked about Anne Shirley being annoying. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure we did. I'm gonna, uh, maybe I'm, you did. I'm going to dissent with Caleb here. I think Sir Ronan plays Lady Bird wonderfully. No, I whoa, think. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. Hear me so out. Sersha, I'm, yeah, but the character. No, no, no. I'm talk- talking I, I know. I'm going to talk about the character. Okay. I just wanted to point out that Sersha is playing it, and I want to give Sersha a shout out because oh, we love you, Sersha. Because she's we listening, do, we do. guys. We know Sersha's listening. Know this. Um, I think Lady Bird is just trying to find her way. She is a little bit into herself. Like, she's a little bit self-centered, and she mm-hmm. needs to be a little more others aware, which she figures out. Mm-hmm. But, like... She's not very rude for the most part. I mean, her most of her rudeness is towards her mother. She does pull the prank on the nun, but even the nun thinks that's kind of funny. There is right. the assembly scene. There is the assembly scene where she definitely goes way too far. She's a little too passionate, but like we all have moments like that. I think I would have hung out with Lady Bird in high school. But like I was like anyways, yeah, I would have hung out with her. I hang out with anybody in high school. I liked everybody. Wow. I did. Wow, Jared. I did. I went to a small school. There were like 670 people in my class, and we all had a good time. (laughs) And I think Lady Bird would have had a good time with all of us. Yeah, I think Caleb was a high school bully for sure. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Just a little obnoxious. (laughs) What she is. Wow, okay. So, so, so women <laughs> need to stop talking. talking. It's just, I'm surprised. Really? Yeah, I'm a little surprised is all. <laughs> you, you, can, you can totally have your opinion. It's fine. Thank you. Eric, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I mean, even when she's rude, she's kind of funny when she's rude, which I could have vibed with. I think the reason we find it funny is because the movie centers around her. But if she was just an average person and we were interacting with her in person, I think we'd be like, hey... <laughs> That's not cool. I wouldn't, like, laugh along. But that only happened, like, one or two times. I don't know. Go ahead, Eric. Sorry, we interrupted you. No, you didn't. I was very entranced with what you had to say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I... I, Lady Bird, I don't know. She's, like, a hair off from being, like, too eccentric. But she has groundedness that I think just, like, carries her through. But she's... She's either, yeah, she's either, like, 
pretty i think she's pretty like quote unquote normal with her like other friend like she does like pretty kind of or uh, um with julie julie yeah i'm yeah. trying to remember her name julie um where she does like typical kind of like best friend stuff and they're you know just chatting about things or like you know talking about people behind their backs just like you know i don't know just kind of like oh that, that person over there man eating she's, communion she's wafers wafers, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. but you know she tries she's i mean i've seen people like this in high school who just like they're trying to find themselves they're trying to find out who, who they want to be and who they want to be with and so she like flips on a dime and like hangs out with these other people drops her old friends i mean you see it in so many like yeah coming of age movies and it's not something that's new exactly but um but i think that's because like a lot of people go through that where they're Mm -hmm. just like they make bad choices and they just like come back to it in the end that scene where she like goes to julie's house during prom i thought that was beautiful i thought that was awesome it was just like she came back you know even you know i've been a bad person but i'm like here now and they just kind of like jumped right back into it. And mm-hmm. I thought that was beautiful. When yeah. she knows she's w- wrong, she's willing to admit it, which I very yeah. much appreciate. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah. like it's like Lady Bird is like sound and grounded, and she's like trying to get into a college, but she's also wild and unpredictable, mm-hmm. and will jump out of a freaking car. And it's just like <laughs> yeah. you d- you don't know you don't know who she like is necessarily, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. She's she's wildly unpredictable as far as like yeah. who she is, but in my opinion. Yeah, I was going to say the movie does a good job of sh- showing her struggle with seeing things in the world that she wants that she can't have because of her situation, like wanting the rich life, wanting that mm-hmm. nice house, wanting to go to the great colleges, wanting to be a cool kid. And sh- she's trying to figure out how to deal with those desires of those things she wants while being right. stuck with the reality of not having it. And she does that without losing herself, which some people do that, and I think they lose themselves. I just I just think it's funny how, like, they're in the courtyard of their school, and they're just, like, shitting on, like, all these, like, rich people and, like, popular people. And they, like, pop in front of, like, this house, and they're like, man, if I was in that house, <laughs> I'd be like, you know, and they're just, like, dreaming right. about this life. And it's just, like, yeah, this, like, flip-floppedness of, like, you mm. know, the teenage years where mm-hmm. it's just, like, you know no they don't know where to land they don't know what they what they need and what they want and and who they are and and it's just it's yeah it's just funny because it's like i wouldn't have expected her to like want that rich house or money or any like almost like a rejection of that kind of like chalamet's character kind of like takes but yeah yeah i felt like it wasn't there was definitely a lot of rebelliousness in her yeah but not to the degree like yes she doesn't throw everything out as far as like yeah i hate the people who are rich but man it'd be really nice too (laughs) right it'd be really great to live in that house she doesn't just completely throw that out right right it was i think it was so painful though to see for the time that she did just abandon julie like i just oh that just hurt me so much yeah i felt for julie there i've been julie man yeah i was just gonna ask have you have you been julie i've been julie Hey, Julie abandoned her, too. I want to hear Ricky's thoughts on Lady, on Lady Julie. Bird, Julie left math class. She abandoned her, too. It was a two-way abandonment. <laughs> That's fair. I, um, all day. I don't feel like I have a ton to add. I do appreciate, like, her determination in the face of, like, wanting those things. Like, I feel like it can also be common to just be like, oh, I want those things and kind of dream after them. But, like, she obviously, like, 
puts in the work and is like kind of pushing towards that which i think is cool to see i guess um and i think that also in a place where a lot of kids are trying to figure out who they are and do anything to be unique i feel like there's a genuineness to her uniqueness as well like it's not all just like for show or like i need my thing and maybe the name ladybird was just like her thing at that right. time but there are other things about her that are genuinely like kind of quirky and fun and i yeah i just like appreciate that yeah yeah i think it's funny you say that because i feel like she couldn't really embrace those things or like she wanted the other things to mm -hmm. be her thing and not she just she was just missing who she was was cool enough yeah and it's, she was just trying to do something different. Almost, she, but she did, comes around. She Wrong side is the the musical though. Like yeah, when they're before she abandoned her friends, like she was way into the musical. Like yeah, she was really into it. She probably would have been a good actress. Would have been a good show choir. About show choir, Caleb. You were really into it. No, I was not really into. Show yeah, you were. I was. Yeah, you were. Part of me wishes I was like that. I was like, man, she's got the good facial expression. See, she doesn't care. Uh -huh. You know that she's uh -huh. a little over the top with it. Uh -huh. Maybe Ladybird's everything I want to be. Wow. <laughs> and everything I'm not. Wow. Yeah. For anyway, she definitely is. First one cry wins. First one to cry wins. And go. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Just, like, lightly touches the two <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny. Oh my god. I I think so sad. Uh, yeah, I think what I appreciate about Lady Bird is <coughs> she has those moments, right? And that's why I think Greta just did a great job with the character. Is Yes, she's self-centered, but you know, there's that scene. If you haven't seen the movie, there's a scene where she's dating Danny. Yeah. Um, and she goes into the restroom, opens a stall, and he's making out with another kid from the theater club. Right. And it kind of ruins their romantic relationship. But yeah. Um, so she's obviously upset, but then he comes around to find her and tries to tell her, like, you know. I, I don't know how to tell my family about this in my life and he can tell he's having a moment and she just completely yeah just melts and has compassion for him that was my favorite scene dude which i was like oh wow yeah. she's yeah she's there's a lot of nuance in her character she's not that's just right. a one-dimensional rebellious teenager but she's one that's yeah can see that other people are trying to figure themselves out and yeah um, because i, I think that was a I good moment deep down resonated with like here's a guy who d is not clear that anyone is going to like him hmm. for being him. Right. And that is the main thing that she struggles with with her own mom is that, like, her mom doesn't like her. Like, yeah, she lo and, and even, you know, you don't like me. And her mom responds, I love you. She's like, that's not what I'm saying. Do you right. like me? Mm -hmm. And her mom genuinely didn't want to answer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like I want like, you to be the best I, version of yourself. I want you to be the best. Yeah, mm. which is just like, oh, God, you couldn't say it. You couldn't right. say it. Right. Because you didn't want to, and, and she said it like a line later. I didn't want to lie to you. You right. want to lie to you? Right. Well, you want to. I think that was before, but. Or, oh, oh, it was before. Okay. Yeah, yeah, about the dress. But, I mean, it, so it, what do you think the is the difference? Like, what, what is the difference between loving someone and liking someone? Is there a real difference? You enjoy that, like? that loving someone is almost like a like and from the mom's perspective like she's got to love her, her kid her job is to love her child to nourish her to take care of her to prepare her but to mm -hmm. like her is to enjoy her to 
enjoy the things that she is, to enjoy the choices that she's made, to be joyful about who she is. And she doesn't feel like her mom enjoys the person that she's become. And that's a super bummer for her. It's just like, yeah, I know you love me. You're my mom. But like, do you like me at all? And it's a totally different thing for her. And she just... She just wants that acceptance. And then it's yeah. like the most heartbreaking thing when she like goes off to college and she's like, nope. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Yeah. Sucks. How did your parents feel when you guys went off to college? Were they emotional? Jared, you mentioned it. Yeah, emotional, but nowhere near that cold. I mean, yeah. we're, we picked this for bomb mom and I think there's a lot of things about her that are mm. bomb mom, but her not talking to her daughter before she leaves for college terrible move it's immature mm-hmm. like it's immature you have to i've dealt with this up close and personal not with my parents but with people mm-hmm. that are close to me it's like if you don't let your kids go and let them become who they are it's not only going to po- cause a lot of pain for that kid but it's going to cause a lot of pain for you as a parent in the future sure so her i mean she did let her go but also at the same time she didn't because she's not supporting her in it in something that's not inherently wrong I, it's just a terrible move yeah it's very sad to watch yeah. and it's like yes yeah, she does love her but and she sometimes did. that's not enough for flourishing for their relationship and she did take a drive and like regretted it yeah you saw it in her face but you know, i'm sure like, when she came back they probably reconciled and it was all good but it's like late, you know it's not too late they can reconcile and they can make that better but like that moment, moment it was a moment. bad move right and that moment could have stuck with her for you know months yeah but i, and I it's think it was just it too what? confronting for the mom like even whenever she that scene where she's um she she uh, what's her face ladybird comes back from um something and she gets onto her about not having her clothes neat and tidy and yeah. she's like did you ever not do this like surely did you did your mom ever get this upset at you and she was abusive alcoholic and storms out like she can't she i just don't think she has the capacity to directly confront like because i think what's so interesting about the mother to me is I love what Danny says. Your mom's warm and scary. Yeah. <laughs> so in some ways, it's like, I think someone that does her job has to be both. Mm-hmm. You know, she helps people like in psychiatric wards and stuff. But I, I think it's just easier for her to deal with other people's garbage. Yeah. yeah. Than to confront Lady Bird, who represents basically everything she's kind of done wrong because you just can't face it like as a parent right i'm not a parent i'm not an expert but there's a sense of discipline you need but if it's all discipline and no grace right which is kind of what this relationship was for the most part sure yeah it's weird it is but then they also kind of let lady bird do whatever she wants so it's a weird well it's it's weird mixture it's like second gen from that it's like her mom was an abusive alcoholic she's a little bit better than her mom yeah but she still has like no capacity to kind of like or to, to kind of like you know she's 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 empathetic and she's caring but she's not as empathetic and caring as lady bird would want but then in that moment in her room she's like look at least you don't have an abusive alcoholic mom and just leaves right. it's like but what i what i love about what greta does here because i feel like it's semi-autobiographical um i feel like this movie looks at 
Ladybird's mom with a lot of grace. Yeah. I feel like it's looking at her showing what she's done and not being overly judgmental or portraying her as some evil mm -hmm. non-loving woman. She's just like, this is how she acted and she's probably, she's doing what she knows. Um, and Lady Bird will be able to reconcile that in the future. Right. Because she knows that love is there. Right. Even though it's yeah. like, yeah, it's not perfect. No, no, no parent ever is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because the first time I watched it, I definitely like couldn't see the good in the mom the first time, which I definitely was able to this time. Maybe just hit too close to home the first go around. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was interesting just because I, I would agree that I think she's definitely painted like not as just like evil um, and is given a lot of, I guess, nuance in that too. Yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I've got something yes, to add to that. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, you know what? Yeah. I, I wanted to go back to when the mom was like, well, you know, my mother was an abusive alcoholic, and Eric Hughes said, well, at least she's not an abusive alcoholic, but she's still no better. But it made me think of, like, I don't know if you want to call it, like, generational sin or, or what you want to mm -hmm. call it, but I think yeah. there, we all have that thing of, like, well, my parents did this, and I didn't like it, so I'm going to do this better, but I'm still going to get it wrong. Yeah. And my kids are going to be like dad was such a moron we're gonna do this different and then their kids are gonna be, we're gonna do this different so i, I think there's family that, of origin baby mm -hmm. and part of me is like it's like okay you refine it enough it's gonna be perfect but uh, i think perfect no but no, i think no but what i'm getting at is that like the, the percentages change so it's like right. she's 100 percent. she's doing 70 ladybird's like i'm gonna even do better than my mom it keeps getting better as it goes right you know and it's like a half-life i don't think it'll it's ever gonna get down to zero but it's right. like but as long you, you as you are like trying to be better like my dad my dad's dad never told him he loved him my dad corrected that mm. but he was still he still had his flaws he still worked a lot right. right um and i still felt that as a kid and it's going to inform myself as well and as long as you're not keeping that perpetuating that cycle and you're trying to break those cycles you're doing the right thing and all you can do is like do better yeah right. but and that's and i and that so i see ladybird's mom and that's what i see i see her just trying to do better yeah, yeah. but she's trying to do better with what she's got yeah and what she's got and a lot got all that and, 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 and she's, she's got trying too hard to be better like to be perfect and like think? leaves no room for grace and and that you think she's trying to be perfect i like she's trying to make her kid perfect right the whole oh. like i want you to be the best you can be yeah. like it's like if you're like not fixing every single thing that's wrong with like my childhood or even me then like that's that's not good enough there's yeah the Which, three things my dad says you always need to tell your kids i love you i'm proud of you and you're good at this and it doesn't seem like those are words that come out of the mom's mouth other than i love you but yeah. it seems like there's always trainees. like a, a critical <laughs> attitude towards something she did like uh even when she walked across the stage of graduation she's like oh and congratulations you know to ladybird we're so happy for you but you walked across the stage yeah it's like always <laughs> there's like this like yeah there's always there's something. a condition there of like i'm not completely proud of you because you did this weird or you did this wrong i do you drag your right. feet i do also want to point out that mom does have a lot on her shoulders because mm -hmm. her husband's struggling mentally and that takes a major toll on you as a mother. And he lost a job. He lost his job. She's financially carrying the family. So she's got a lot on her plate that she feels she is responsible for, mm -hmm. that she's trying so hard not to mess up that she's probably trying to, she probably put some of that back on her daughter, which mm -hmm. isn't necessarily right, but it's also, she's in a tough position, man. Right. Mm. And I, I do like the scene with the, the adopted daughter, I guess, if you will, Shelley. in the house where she... Um, 
I don't know, praises the mom. And mm-hmm. then you even see her like stick up for her mom in other situations too. Mm-hmm. So it's like also nuanced where she's not I was like, yeah, my mom's a piece of shit and I hate her. It's right. like she has those moments, but also still loves her also. Well, That's why I really pe- love that she, um, cause going back to Eric's comment, you know, how she's trying to be better. And I feel like they're light years better than Ladybird's mom with her mom. Cause I thought it was funny that I just, I kind of noticed it. As, even though it's short-lived, Ladybird has this relationship with Danny's grandma a little bit. Yeah. You know, that she's, well, here's how, you know, she does the tablecloths and, and then, oh, your grandma was disappointed you didn't come to Christmas. And mm-hmm. it, I think it was just like, man, she doesn't know her grandma. With the gra- Her real grandma is never mentioned other than being an abusive alcoholic. Yeah. So I thought it was funny that she has this almost this other family she can be a part of with Danny and then that goes to Kaput but yeah I thought that was really there's also a couple things that happened like um, the Lucas Hedges character coming out to her and then that uh, the original drama teacher talking to the mom and both of them say don't tell anybody or don't Mm -hmm. about this going on and so we view those people better in a sense when we don't know their struggles but when you're up close and personal with someone like ladybird is with her mom and her dad it's like you can't hide those things so you're going to be more critical of those people so there is some of that too that you have to take with the grain of salt where it's like oh Mm -hmm. these other people are better and it's like no you're just closest to these people so you see their faults more and that's why that conversation with shelly is so important because shelly didn't grow up with her and she's like are you kidding me look at your mom she's awesome yeah she's great it's uh anyways it's just really good with those relational dynamics this movie i think yeah really well um i have a question the 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 brother is adopted i think so do they say that because i feel like i remember them because the parents aren't of hispanic right i remember that being I feel like in the first time I watched it, I kind of caught that. Right. But I don't know if I heard them ever say that. My assumption was it was the father's uh, son with another woman, maybe, before they were married. Yeah, I thought it was one of the parents, like, half-child was my assumption. I have no idea. Because they're like, he's good at math, and Ladybird's not good at math. So maybe because the mom, she's not good at math. I mean... The the genes, you know? Yeah. Got the wrong gene mix. Uh... Right. <laughs> I guess the I guess the I guess the jury's out. We're gonna have to ask Greta. And guess what? She presents it as a family either way. So no, who cares? Yeah. That's what's cool. No, and that's right? that. I mean, that was ultimately the point I was trying to make. Was just like I think it's really cool. Get there. Get there. <laughs> my damn it. Good grief. Uh, it was just like this. This family is like really cool. Is as, as far as like the mom and dad like bring in and adopting kids and like taking care of kids it really kind of shows the mom like an like additional evidence of the mom just kind of like really wanting to break cycles of like treating kids badly and like just like bringing in lost souls and like taking care of them um yeah i just think it's i think it's really cool i think it's a real real cool reflection of of their choices as parents to uh taking kids beyond their biological kids yep I think it's noble. I think it's great. I'll probably do it at some point. Good for you. <laughs> do you guys ever date somebody that would, that would like Timothy Chalamet in this movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, do we know anybody who was like Tim? Did you ever date anyone that's oh, kind of like God. Timothy? <laughs> a lot of I don't kiss and tell. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of 9-11 stuff. <laughs> Do you think there's a reason for that? For all the 9-11, like, uh, 
the backdrop of the the war i just think that's a very defined like if you're in high school during that like that's just really like a very defining time and right i think everyone's lives like there's a lot of protesting it. during that war it's just i i think it's just i mean i remember it very distinctly and i was like way younger than right yeah than like lady bird was at the time and i remember watching the news and I was like an eighth grade. You know, kind of like how when Donald Trump was running for president, Who everyone talked about Donald Trump. It's like it's just that. part of the everyday conversation. It's part of life. It's probably yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, it was part of it. That's why Timothy Chalamet was talking about, it's like, why are you crying? There's millions of, there's thousands of civilians getting murdered right now. And she's like, both things can be sad. It's okay. I, and I wonder if that's why that's a part of the story is – Yes, it's there's this backdrop of this global war that's happening to, to our country and we're a part of it, but people are still living their lives and that doesn't necessarily have to minimize the struggles that Lady Bird's going through. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I thought that was a very good comment she made there. Mm-hmm. Something else that, that stood out to me um, whenever it was said was, <laughs> I love when the, when the nun confronts her like, hey, I know you did this to the car. <laughs> And she's like, I'm not going to punish you. And she's like, why not? Well, because I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> but That's I'm a good teach. To be clear, I'm not just married to Jesus. I've been married to him for 40 years. <laughs> she like breaks it down. And no, but I've been married to him for 40 years. And, <laughs> I, and I love that, you know, she talks about her college essay and how much she loves Sacramento. And yeah, she's like, you know, I just give a lot of attention to it or whatever. And she's like, well, are they the same thing? Love and attention. Love and attention. And then she is that yeah. the, are, are they the same thing? Yes How and no. Depends. I mean, you, okay. people give attention to Donald Trump all the time, and I don't think a lot of them love no, Donald they love, Trump. They, they love him so much. Not all of attention them. may so. fall under the umbrella of love, but I don't think lo- like. Does that make sense? I can show you a lot of attention no, to manipulate your, you. Like, like if I love something, I'm gonna show a lot of attention to it. But if I show attention to something, that doesn't mean I love it. So love would precede attention, but attention would not. Precede. Like or, I could, I could show it? a lot of attention to you to gaslight you to steal your money. Or is Here, it an idol? Here, what do you want? <laughs> Here, what do you, want? you got any Benjis in there? I do have a Benjamin actually. Oh, it's oh, he does have a Benjamin. Yeah, I do. Oh you wow, that, listeners, it's I got a crisp one hundred. Benjamin Franklin had a head of hair, didn't he? Oh no, I ripped it. Stop! Get the tape. <laughs> Somebody get the tape. <laughs> Ben's eyes gone. Sorry, but I but I think it's interesting though that like in the, the ending monologue, she's like talking about like, hey mom, did you ever when you were driving out of Sacramento, did you ever like love that? What did she say? Like get emotional, get emotional on that drive out. Um, and I think like her being in a new land, like she, I mean, I think that happens. Like distance will make that heart grow fonder for that thing, and I think she's like. You know, that place wasn't all so bad. And the things that happened there in my formative life, that it wasn't it wasn't bad and it was actually emotional mm-hmm. to be in that place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm curious because I think it was really funny this time around. I feel like I laughed a lot. What was the funniest moment for you guys? <laughs> I think <laughs> there's semi agreement here. <laughs> Easily what? the gym coach when he's going over like the play on the, the <laughs> Damn it, you stole mine. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Because I laughed more this second time for sure, but the first time in my room by myself, I was like dying laughing <laughs> right. watching that scene. Like oh, that. Talking about when he's like good. describing the play. The yeah, white lines are singing. Yeah. 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 yeah, the white lines are singing. <laughs> Oh that was really good. <laughs> and the, the night eight nine ten, you going or? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and they're all scribbling it down like frivolously. exactly the same yeah. like three lines <laughs> that's how you block a scene right there <laughs> you can block a ball or your defensive line then you can uh, if you can design a football play you can design blocking on the stage it's a brilliant parallel <laughs> yeah I think that was funny I was mean hilarious. we've talked about the drama teachers moments which I think were out of control funny but also very sad which is interesting mm-hmm, right. they're both at the same time and then just ladybird on stage or like ladybird is that your given name she's like yes ladybird is my given name it was given <laughs> to me by myself yeah, like, to myself yeah right it's like that is that sums up a lot of the movie and that's very funny yeah <laughs> it is very funny just her uh yeah it's her character in a nutshell <laughs> I think I, I'm different than Ricky, and I really enjoy the the cringy high school stuff. Like when they're all like, it, it's not. I don't even know if it's supposed to be funny, but it, I think it really portrays the the weird awkwardness of high school when they're all like practicing choreography and they're doing those weird vocal exercise and starting <laughs> up. Like and Lucas Hedges is doing that like that one two three four. But and like I don't know they. I love that stuff. Yeah. It, really, it just yeah. makes me cringe because it's it was very accurate, and I I love that. Mm. I love the mundane awkwardness that is high school. So that stuff made me laugh. Of course, the 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 um, <laughs> d- music director yeah. with the that they didn't get get it was really they didn't get it. But also, I think like he's misunderstood. Maybe. I don't know if that's what it leads to his depression. I just love that he was really into it. Like, you could tell he was like, he was a man of the cloth, but he was just like secretly, deeply desired to like (laughs) lead a play. Like, this was his calling. Like, he was so excited to have this like group of kids to like actually do a play with. And it was pretty terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I... I did want to like give a shout out like I I definitely think there's obviously a place to like criticize the Catholic Church and their history and the like abusive nature of it but I do just like appreciate that this film like gives a lot of heart to the the teachers and the people in the Catholic school mm-hmm. and it does it, I, I just feel like that can almost be overplayed at this point where almost every single oh yeah Catholic school setting it's like abusive awful teachers and I'm sure there are plenty in real life that are that way but I, I like I know that's not all of them and it's cool just to see that in this movie where it's just like oh Agreed. yeah they aren't like all evil and they have hearts and yeah they just struggle it was a good like change of pace for sure yeah agreed beanie was funny too yeah i feel like julia was funny <laughs> when she tells the teacher you're welcome <laughs> so can i get a verbal confirmation yes, yes. <laughs> she, <laughs> he, she didn't say yes she was like yes when he's like <laughs> he gives her the a plus the a minus paper and he's like good job jules and then she's like Jules, I really like that. <laughs> he calls her Jules. I really like Jules. I thought that was, yeah, she was great. She had a lot of heart too. She did very sincere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, a good friend. Yeah, she was a good friend. There are more funny lines, but I don't remember. I mean, obviously, her jumping out of the car right away is out of oh, control. Oh, funny. Man, that's, so like, that's, a great that's a way to open a movie that right there. Blew me away, dude. I was like, nice. She just launches out of the car. So for those of you who haven't seen the movie, the intro, her and her mom are driving, and they just finished watching or listening to Grapes of Wrath on I mean, audio, I think that was maybe the fun of them crying at the they're Grapes crying, of Wrath audio. And then a fight ensues because the mom wants to stay quiet and just sit with what they just heard, but Lady Bird wants to put on music, and they start arguing, and then 
couple of th- maybe 30 seconds later she just opens the door and jumps out of the car <laughs> cut to her getting a cast and her mom's like no <laughs> right it's so hectic oh right God. away you're like this is gonna be chaotic yeah i love that though it showcased that and i think more mother-daughter relationship where it's like normal having a great time and then all of a sudden just turns and they're mm-hmm. just like yelling at each other angry it happened when they were shopping for the dress too oh, right where she was like angry at her for dragging her feet and really passive aggressive then she holds up a dress she likes she's like oh my gosh i love it and then they're, they're back right. so it's like how quick it can just turn from like a single comment um yeah i think it was funny yeah that was that was yeah it is interesting all right well i really enjoyed that movie i like watching that with you guys. That discussing one, I, that i enjoyed you it guys too, man. that was so great that was a good one greta thanks for that Bama. We look. We look forward to the next one. Oh, rad Bama. dad. Oh yeah, rad, rad dad, dad for sure. Rad dad for sure. That's like a hundred percent. But uh, was uh, this about mom? B- nuanced mom. Bomb. Because I, because I thought it was. I don't know if this is going to be a larger thing, but like I thought it was very mixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That thinks she was like a decent mom. I don't know if I would right. say like. You know, shooting right. star mom. <laughs> shooting star. Mom. When mom came out, when they were having all that fun in the kitchen, um, well, they like a- went out and then they were like heated something up in the microwave in the kitchen. Like uh-huh. some of them were dancing, and the other, and she just walked out. She's like, "Guys are having a good time," and they're just like start laughing. I was like, "That's a good mom move." Yeah, they were high. That See, was a good I, move. I wonder though how much of that is like her wanting to protect her image like she's never really that mean to uh, her daughter around her friends or around other people and it's almost exclusively just them by themselves yeah. so i almost wonder if it was just her making that noise she would have come out and like gotten pissed at her what the hell is going on? but yeah it's a different scenario when it's just you versus when your friends are there yeah. and i wonder if she if she did though appreciate that she had her friends over at their house you know, because that's yeah. after she makes the comments about Cost, uh, the, wrong uh, the cro- uh, wrong side of the railroad tracks. And you can tell that that bothers her. Oh, it's so But then there's this moment where she has these kids in the house. And I wonder if she's just like, okay, it's not all bad. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, she's not. She's a she, crazy ch- teenager, she's but. not totally embarrassed by us. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. It was good. It was good. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think she was. I think she was a good mom. I want to ask Greta. I want to ask Greta. There's this moment after she um, uh, does her thing with Timothy Chalamet uh, in the bedroom, and then she it's a weird conversation afterwards. And then she walks downstairs, and then Timmy's dad is just sleeping. Right. And I'm like, why'd you put that shot in there? Yeah. Is that yeah. a memory? Or are you trying to just say he's a <laughs> passive dad? I don't know. That shot fascinates too, right? me right. because. Like, in my mind, I'm like, there's no need for that to be there, like, story-wise, so I wonder what she's doing with that. Anyways. Yeah, I thought that I had the same thought. It's an interesting he little thing. He said the dad... He oh, could have just been cancer sick. He said sick. his dad is sick, so maybe... But why, like, put, but like why his, throw that in there? Like, like why'd you want to do Like, his dad is dying, also their relationship was dying. Maybe, possibly. Oh, know. whoa. Hey. Whoa, Caleb. <laughs> Anyways, I, I don't feel like I have a concrete answer if I watched it a couple times, so Greta, let, let us know. Deep. Yeah. Deep. All right. Good stuff, guys. That was Timothy Chalamet in the future. Oh. Whoa. Who's picked Lady, next? Lady Bird gets seen to the future, the whole is movie. It Eric, is it Caleb? I think it's Caleb, right? I have, gonna I be have one. No, it is my, it is my pick, but oh. uh, I don't... Uh, Let's go, Eric. Well, oh, yeah. You're going to be gone, so you have to go. Yeah. I pick have to now. go. I have to edit in my pick, though. <laughs> what? 
I don't have. Oh, you I should pick. Uh, you should pick Hook. So you're gonna be here next week. I'm gonna be here next week. Okay, wait. Hook, well, here we go. The next couple Give weeks, him the hook. Pick mother. Pick mother. Yeah. Yeah. I have it. You want to rent it? You can. Yeah, Ricky only lets out. You you use his DVDs if you pay two ninety nine. <laughs> is it is it is it a d is it a good pick i think so but it was between that and <laughs> you, the, you movie pick whatever you want eric you don't have a week let ricky decide. pressure you, know, you. I might pick mother but it might also be it has an exclamation mark in switch. it <laughs> yeah, <mother! laughs> um yeah i might i might edit it in but uh yeah i i don't know my pick for next week is lenny abrahamson's room enjoy all right. I don't okay. know what I'm right. thinking. I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. I haven't thought about it, and I to- it totally snuck up on me. I've been moving, right. and uh, I moved so too, busy. but it's fine. Anyway, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned for next week. Eric's pick. <laughs> Wait, hey guys, I like you, and I love you. Love you all, and I like you all. Thanks, Caleb. All right, who's gonna be the next James Bond? Oh yeah, I want to do Bond of the Week. <laughs> oh, wait, what? <laughs> what is My Bond of the Week is Peter Dinklage. I think uh, Peter Dinklage should play James Bond. He's uh, a great actor. He's got great <laughs> skills. He's suave. Uh, I could see him killing people with a gun. <laughs> and I, what, what the heck? I like the guy. I want to see him spy. We're he fi- would be the first what Bond, we're, we're, uh, we're, Caleb? The first little Bond. Uh, uh, oh my God. Well, what, I love Peter. What Dinklage. we're doing is we're picking, so making great. our Bond picks uh, until they uh, announce the next one. So who, who do you want? Who do you want, Eric? Your mom. Oh. She's not British. Ouch. Oh God. Wait, neither is neither's Peter Dinklage. Neither is Peter Dinklage. <laughs> so Daniel Kaluuya. That's who you want. Yeah. Okay. That's my pick this week. Idris Elba. Next week it's different. Whatever. I think I, I want Richard Madden. I'm gonna do that guy. Ooh, um, Richard Madden. That's the good. Butler from Downton Abbey. No, you already picked one. <laughs> you already picked one. Peter Dinklage isn't British. Uh, I get a I'm British. I'm picking Bjork. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I recant mine. Michael. King. Hello, my name is James Bond. I'm here to find the clues. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. We're not doing All right. That's is your name M? I believe you are my boss, and I am on M- MI6. The boss. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks for coming, guys. We'll, uh, we'll see. Is your name Moneypenny? Bye. <laughs> I would like to ride motorcycle through Italy while being chased by Teeth Jawman. <laughs> <laughs>